There we go. Yo, what's happening, everybody? It's another episode of the Good Brothers Committee Podcast right here at Churchill Smoke Shop. And we know what we do on Friday night is late as night, so you're not doing anything. The weather isn't that bad, so come on and have a good smoke and a good drink with us. As always, got my right hand man, my partner in crime, Mr. P. Powell, to the third part, Mr. Preston Powell, the third. Going on, brother Chad. It's always good to be back with the good brothers. We got tonight, got our boy with us, uh, DJ 50 for the 50 50. 50 50. <laughs> DJ 50 50. Uh, Eric Glass for here, one of the scouts. You see his logo there. He having some camera oh, yeah. issues, but we're gonna, we gonna make it happen like we always do. No, we had a little eventful week this week, but you know, this is the time of the year getting down to the NFC and AFC championship game, which we played this weekend. But during this time, you know, you got a lot of new hires. But you know, this is one of the rare, rare occasions where we get to talk about some brothers were hired in the NFL this week. You know, we got with well, there's two two brothers hired, Chad. Yep, one by uh, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, Raheem Morris was hired by Atlanta Falcons and Antonio Pierce by the Raiders, right? Yeah, correct. Yes, I thought he was hired by the Raiders. So you know, you know, and, oh, we, and we got, we also got to be, you know, Jim Harbaugh, national champions, Michigan Wolverines. Shout out to Big Al Brown. Uh, he took the job at San Diego, so Michigan hired the brother. Was was what was he? The offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator? He was offensive coordinator. I think he was, was coordinator. coordinator. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. line coach. Oh, okay, yeah, good deal. So, brother got a job in Michigan, got a big power five job. So, you know, those things are huge. I know me and Chad was talking earlier about the ramifications when you get these brothers get to get a chance to get those jobs. So I think Chad mentioned today, I didn't know this, that uh, is it uh, Raheem or Antonio that's bringing Marvin Lewis with him? I think, I think it's Raheem that's doing it. No, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, Antonio Pierce to the Raiders. Oh, Antonio okay, Pierce, okay. yeah, he bringing, mm-hmm. bringing Marvin Lewis with him, so that that's good for him to have a veteran coach out there with him to help him. But before we get deep into it, you know, we got the cigar of the week. This is something new, just came out by a new company, Amago Miami. I didn't uh, see that. Art Deco, yeah, just came out. Top uh, Top brought him in here. Just came out. This came out about a couple of weeks ago. This is another good look at the cigar. It's a Nicaraguan cigar. If you're not familiar with it. You can check out this video right here. But this is a good smoke. I Kirby swear by the other one. We got two different ones in here. I didn't get the other one and bring it over here to put on um, on air with us. But if you get a chance, come out and try it. It's the Miami Art Deco. The company name is El Mago. So to give it a, give it a shot. This is a more medium bill cigar. The uh, the other one is a more full full body cigar. But it's a good Nicaraguan swig. If you like Nicaraguan cigars, which you know I do, this is a good good smoke. But instead, that, I'm gonna finish this insidious off that I've been smoking on all day. And then I probably smoke something else tonight. Probably smoke another one of these right here. With that being said, what you smoking, Chad? Right. So what happened? Now? I was saying I didn't hear what you said. You said what you smoking? Oh, I'm smoking the remnants of a uh, Medulla Amargada. Oh, okay. And Scout, you 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 uh you on the road right now, so you I figure you're not smoking right now, are you Eric? I'm smoking a pin standard. Oh, okay. Good deal. That's a good stick. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, very good stick. With that being said, Chad, what's, what's your take? You know, you got you got two brothers coming into the NFL because you only had who who's the only ones coaching in the NFL now? Uh 
Tampa. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, you, you had Tomlin, but the Tampa coach is, uh, what you call him? The current Tampa coach, uh, Balls. Ty yeah. Balls. Ty Balls. Ty oh, Balls, oh, yeah. Were, were they the only two? Nah, you got the D'Amico Ryan's in Houston. D'Amico Ryan's in Houston, that's right. He had a great run. Great yeah, run. I think he got coach of the year this year. Yeah, he got yeah. coach of the year. Great run. Great run by D'Amico, man. Real promising with C.J. Stroud and what they're doing over there, man. Real promising. You know, God, that's that's, that's Chad's squad. Yep. Yeah, and it's the same division as mine, and I hate that. I hate that. I hate. That. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you'll be Eric, strong in the Lord. And here's the thing: everybody thought for sure y'all Eric had that division locked up in Jacksonville, and they ended up winning it. Man, it, it comes to me. It comes down to coaching. Man, you know that we talking about coaching or whatever. Uh, I don't think Benetton gonna uh, get a job no time soon. I, I told people I was hoping he'd go to Atlanta because the, the game is the, the thing Belichick did in New England. I don't think you can do that now, you know, about with, with players and their money and getting players to take that pay cut because those guys were veterans. He, he, he stacked his team with a bunch of veterans and they were willing to take pay cuts and things like that to win. And yeah, I don't think you're going to get that. You're going to get that a lot going on with a lot of these young guys. You know, they, no. they, they, they're not going to do that. So I knew that wouldn't, you know, people say, oh, he's going to go to Atlanta. I said, yeah, go to Atlanta and see how that works for you. That, the city ain't even his style. So, yeah, I, I, no. yeah, I was hoping that catastrophe happened. But back, you know, back to the black quarterbacks, man. I mean, black uh, black uh, uh, head coaches, you know, I guess, I mean, the Rooney Rule been around a long time. And, you know, people are complaining the Rooney Rule don't work because they'll they're just give an interview to somebody. And hire who they want to hire, but you know this year we got we got two in. You know what? What do you foresee the ramifications of that, Chad? I mean, I think it's going to open a lot of doors. Um, it's going to give new life, new hope right. to a lot of um, coaches of color, especially African American men. Um, but also, we failed to mention that was someone got hired in management. And someone got a GM job. Yeah, yeah, sure did, sure did, yeah, yeah, sure did. Brother, I forgot his name. Uh, but I do got a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when does Eric B. Enemy get a job? Now, the rumor mill by Eric B. Enemy is that he's a real bad interview. That's Damn. I heard that twice. He can't he, talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't know how to um, talk look, to people. We, we've all been in charge of something before. You know, Eric, you've been in the corporate world. Chad, you've been in the corporate world. You have to know you have when you in that meeting when you talk about leading up an organization that's worth hundreds of millions, billions of dollars, you gotta be able to talk the talk. You know what I mean? You gotta be able to rep they gotta be able to have faith in you to represent them. And I, I think Eric is a foot football guy. And I don't think he had out from what I understand his interviews, he didn't present something that they felt they could work with. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he can't be talking like uh, Steve Harvey and stuff, you know. But, uh, <laughs> right, right. You can't do nothing like that. You can't. You got to be able to, you know, and you got to be able to to be um, fluid in your thoughts that, hey, look, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do to win games, but I'm also going to do what I need to do to represent this organization in the right way. And sometimes, you know, some people, you know, yeah, I, I've I've seen a lot of people don't interview well. Hell, I might not interview well. I don't know, but you know it works out. But something you know they 
that's what I heard. He just does an interview. Well. Now I'm hoping, you know, I was hoping we fire Dennis Allen and shit. We give him a shot in New Orleans. We'll take it. But yeah. I tell you one thing, he could do. Now uh-huh. I think, I think he'd go down and get a good, you know, mid-major power five job. Oh yeah. And go coach Scott and get some experience. Well. Well, you remember, you see how the people in Washington revolted against him because, uh, <clears throat> you know, they say he's too hardcore. You know, but, you know, what more do they want? Look, for I didn't hear him do nothing. He didn't do nothing or say nothing that, you know, when we grew up playing that that's odd for us. So, I mean, I, you know, that just is what it is, you know. Eric, so, Eric, what you think about this guy? I'm 5150, what you think? Uh, 5050, what you think about the, the coaches coming into the league? Well, a lot of NFL players was bragging on the coach that uh, signed with uh, Atlanta Falcons, including Jalen Ramsey. A lot of NFL players was liking that move. Yeah. And they say he's a good player as a coach. Did, didn't he sue Miami? Wasn't Raheem Marsh when to sue Miami, wasn't he? Nah, Ty Bowles did that. Oh, Ty Bowles. Okay, oh, yeah. Ty. Yeah. yeah. Cabos did that. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, he, I, but I'm like Chad. I think the, the ramifications down the line, you know, because he'd be able to put together his staff. And I hopeful, hopeful that these guys give other guys opportunities that needs to get, you know, they need to come up through the ranks and give them an opportunity to, to show that they have skills enough to lead an organization or lead a team or move from, you know, uh, you know, maybe a defensive line coach to a defensive coordinator. Because it's like like the situation at FAMU. Uh, Simmons, you know, leaving the right. head coaching job at FAMU to go take the running – what's it, his running back's job? Yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, you know. That's the only way you're going to get into Power 5, man, unless you're prime. You know. But, but another – I mean, Coach Rob, another no, no, example yeah. of that is – now, I really – if Eric Bieniemy really wanted to make a splash, I know mm-hmm. a lot of folks out here might want to cut my throat for it. That's fine because I like to come in, folks. Airbnb can go to an HBCU and be a great difference at that level and still come back up. I agree with you on that. Yeah, that, that, that'll that be big. Uh, Airbnb take over a FAMU job. Yeah. And that gives credibility to that program. Yeah. So that gives that, you know, it gives that, that face to, to the program, even though right. that he's not familiar because he's a Colorado guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it gives that program that much more viability, that much more right. credibility. And he'll be able to prove that area, too, especially on the East Coast right. with his time being in Washington because of the relationships he got with the college coaches over there. You know what I'm saying? Because of scouting and, and, and uh, evaluating talent at the highest level. So I think he can get an HBCU job, make a difference, and then go back up. Oh, that's that's possible. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I think that'll be a big thing for him. Uh I mean, is he? Uh, did they bring him back in Washington? Um, that's. Oh, they, that's a good question. No, I I think he's coming back, but uh, I I don't really know because just like in uh in in Philadelphia, they fired both their coordinators. That's the only way Nick Sirianni kept his job. I, mean, I you know, I I don't know how you do that right off of the Super Bowl. I know things got shaky down the end, but y'all just coming very, off the of Super Bowl. Very simple. It's about. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. That was 2023. This is yeah. 2024. Right, right, right. So, uh, you know, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles are about right here, right now. Man, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, they, you know, it, it ain't like they had a horrible season. 
But they, 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 they unraveled down the stretch, though. They gave the ghost up, though. Yeah, man, they unraveled down the stretch. And they became very predictable. That's the reason why the black offensive coordinator is no longer there. Yeah. See, what y'all going to do, Eric? I know Jacksonville, you said you wanted them to fire their coaches, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, he I think he lost. Yeah, he got, he got knocked off. But yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I agree with you, Chad. I think the ramifications is going to go down the line. I'm hoping that, you know, you know, we as we were talking about earlier, when these coaches get these jobs and they give opportunity to other coaches to move up the ranks or get that experience, that's going to be big. Because even, even to go what you was talking about with the HBCUs, you bring some of those other coaches up and they and then they perform, they get a chance to, to do that, to go down and say, hey, let me run my own program and then come back up. Especially when you already have those relationships. And those relationships will help you recruit. Exactly. I mean, Especially this day and age with the transfer portal. I mean, you can you can build a roster very, very quickly through the transfer portal if given the opportunity for guys to play. And you 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 display a, a you know a style of football that people want to play to. But I, I, I agree with that. I think I think the enemy is gonna get a shot at it. Like I said, I from New Orleans Saints standpoint, we wanted Dennis Allen Island. Right. There, so I can't we, blame you. I, I would uh I would take the enemy in a heartbeat. Fuck it. I mean, we we need a disciplinary down there anyway. There's too much shit to do. Too much shit to get into. So you're right about that. You, That's the reason why I didn't go to Southern. <laughs> I was that close. I knew I was just going to Southern. <laughs> too many decks. Too many places I go get a deck, right? Nope. Couldn't do it. So when you, was making, it. you was making that decision, Chad, so you say you, when you, why, when you left from your, your visit, were you going to Southern? Man, I came real close to signing that night the basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? You had to go home and just talk about, talk to your parents about it. Yeah, man, they hear me up too bad. I'm talking about I saw some of them good, good Southern yellow girls. Like, hey, like, where that paper at? <laughs> yeah, I know how they damn talk. Give me this damn paper. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that night though, boy. I had my good slacks on the basketball game with Pack Two. I don't know what they were playing. It was a good experience. So, but. When you when you got home, and you talk, I'm sure you talked to your parents about how everybody mm-hmm. how you liked the experience. What mm-hmm. made you say like, "Nah, I better not go"? Well, I'll I'll, I'll tell you, and I told this before. What made me? And I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna tie this into coaching. Southern University had a great staff. They had a very diversified staff. Then shout to Coach Orlando, man, my recruit, uh, Coach Smith, offensive line coach there. The one thing about it, my dad wanted to play defense. I wanted to play defense. Southern uh-huh. wanted to sign me as a guard. Uh-huh. A guard, a guard, a guard with a slash center. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna be a guard. I didn't want to play offense anymore. Right. So that allowed me to make that decision. But the main decision was I didn't want my parents to be on the road, but more importantly, if I'm gonna stay in the swag, I can stay right here at home and do it. Right. That makes sense. And do and, and do it and do it with you no know, right. designation. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, that that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, and we had some epic battles because something was loaded. They were, but y'all, but you, y'all went back, back, back to back, back championships when y'all were there. When you were there, right? Yeah, ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. yeah. So look, it, it worked out at the end. It, it worked out. Mm-hmm. At the end. You got back to back swag championships. That all. That's all. Because that those those years, it was either Southern or Jackson State. But the tie-in what we're talking about mm-hmm. is that so, it, it, it creates the opportunity 
to get new blood in the coaching profession, especially at the lower ranks where it matters most, especially youth leagues. Yeah. Because yeah. you got a lot of you got a lot of people out here who's coaching, don't give a damn about coaching, just want to be seen. You know, we need some folks in the profession who really care about molding young men and young women, no matter what the sport is. We're talking about football. Right. But we need some people to come in and mold and help build these young men, you know what I'm saying, become better men. And who knows, they might come the new the new um batch of coaches, you know, out right. of their experience, right. you know, under these guys. So I, I I'm I'm very happy, I'm very proud. I just hope they that these organizations give them the true opportunity. You know, they're very sincerely intentional about their hires and not just trying to quote unquote, you know, fulfill the status quo or make themselves look good, but because hey, I hired a qualified guy, no matter the color, no matter race, creed, we got our guy. Let's support our guy. Let's go to work for our guy. Yeah, you know they get brothers just like they get black quarterback. You get a short leash, so you 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 ain't you don't have long to to, to produce. You know, I I think I think Raheem Morris is gonna get, get be given a fair shot because it's Atlanta. You know, right. the Raiders being that it's you know they're just new to Vegas. He's gonna have to produce pretty fast. Right, they, they, but you they know they try to do a Super Bowl there soon, aren't they? Yeah, but the thing about it, Raheem Morris was on the staff a few years ago. He wow. was an interim head coach of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true too. So that's just so that that's more added incentive. Mm-hmm. He's made for Atlanta. He knows Atlanta. He knows the organization. He right. knows the ownership. He knows the family. He knows the expectations. What better hire than somebody like Raheem Morris to be in Atlanta? That's true. Look, I we got a few more minutes to get out here before we get out of here. I know Chad. You say you watch the game. I know fifty fifty. You was up here watching the game. I couldn't even sleep last night. You know, the LSU Tigers <laughs> lost to South Carolina, man. It was a good game, man. Look, now everybody's praising the atmosphere. I mean, we had almost, what, 13,800 mm-hmm. people in the stadium outside the PMAC. PMAC is where LSU plays basketball at P Maverick Center. But outside the P Mac, they said the crowd was like a Saturday night, a Saturday football game. So, you know, it, it was good for women's basketball because I enjoyed the game, even though we lost. Right, I, I enjoyed the game. It was real. It was exciting from beginning to end. I mean, LSU led the whole goddamn game to what the what the last two minutes there, last two minutes. They started shooting them threes, and Andrew yeah. started getting them them tick tacking fouls. And yeah, shit. I don't know what she was doing, man. I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, but Eric, that last, I think that second to the last foul she got when she undercut that girl. I was like, come on, bro, what what are you doing? Yeah, what is she doing? Like she didn't want to get, like she didn't want to play no more. And, yeah, and, I saw that too. Like that, she started whining and crying. And that, that I said crying, and crying. The, the last foul was horrible. Like you, you supposed to let that go by you. How you gonna reach back and hit somebody? Come on, man. I don't know. You don't do that. But you know what? Now nah, I had to give a big girl from a uh, South Carolina credit. She got under uh, Angel Reese's skin. Now, yeah, yeah, she did that. But, but Reese, I don't hurt the whole day. Reese was blocking her. You know, the the the, the girl from uh, South Carolina, she thinks so. And Reese probably about six foot, but Reese was blocking her and everything. So really, Reese owned her now. Hey, she day. was a girl from South Carolina doing the same thing too. Nah, she I'm was a, swatting that thing I'm to gonna, the stand too. I'm gonna tell you who the X factor was. Was that white girl from South Carolina? She kept him in the game early. Yeah, yeah. Well, unless you had a chance to blow them out. But Two that, threes that white, like Steph Curry. Yeah, that that white girl from South Carolina, Kittles, Kit, whatever her name is. Like she was shooting deep. Yeah, she was I'm balling out. Too. She balled yep. out. 
But Moro, Moro, what's the name? Moro for LSU, she played really well, man. She did. Really well. And then they stopped going to her. Like when, when yeah, Rich fired out, I that's said, my whole point. That's my whole point. That's yeah. my whole point. Yeah. Man, with that being said, guys, I appreciate you all coming on, talking about, you know, you know what's going on in the NFL. You got the NFC Championship game. Before we head out of here, who you got this weekend, Chad? Man, right. I got I got the Chiefs. Oh. And Darren and Darren's gonna be mad at me, but I don't give a damn. And I got some lying. <laughs> what you Stop got? The James Houston, I love. And what you got? I got a black quarterback winning it all. I got Lamar Jackson winning everything. Not no half breed. Black quarterback. <laughs> black quarterback winning it all. I got I got I got Detroit Lions and I got uh Baltimore Ravens. Well, uh, look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a rematch of the last Super Bowl I actually went to. I, I, I was telling Johnny that I had the towel. I saw the towel today. I'm going San Fran and Baltimore. Baltimore went in. Okay. The game. Okay. They cut okay. the lights off on San Francisco because they were getting blew out. I remember that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was there. So that's the last Super Bowl I went to. I mean, with that being said, guys, look, we're gonna let the Good Brothers podcast go tonight. If you get get a chance, comment in the, in the uh, comment section. What do you think about the black coaches being hired? What about Michigan coach? I mean, Michigan Power Five program, a blue blood Power Five program with right. a new black coach. You know, right. let us know what you think. Comment, subscribe, hit the bell so you know whenever we get on. With that being said, you got anything else? Fifty fifty. No, I'm good. I'm glad to be on the podcast with you guys. Oh man, all the time, man. You always welcome. What you got there, Chad? To get us out of here. Hey man, as always. Like, subscribe, and share. Shout out to DJ Fifty Fifty for being on with us. And always, hey, if you're not doing anything, man, come up here with us. Have a smoke. Have a good drink. Come meet a friend. Leave a friend. There you go. Leave being a friend. Let me say that. There you go. That's 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 that's, that's even better. With that being said, guys, we'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Hey, salute.